Hello, Sobertown. Welcome to the Sobertown podcast. Let's jump on that sober train and ride right into the incredible, wonderful world of sobriety. And good morning. And this morning, I just want to say really quick, I want to mention SobertownPodcast.com where you can go and you can check out um, all the different resources we have. We have all the, the podcasts listed. We have resources for AA. There's every meeting that you can probably find around the world in those links. And then we have Todd's blogs where uh, they're on audio too, where you can go in and, and get your silver tool, toolbox resources, um, your body on booze and other sober sobriety discussions. And I want to mention IAS and that's where me and King 13 met. Say hello, King 13. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Drifter. And we love IAS, don't we? We love IAS. It's our that's, world. That's where we got sober. That's where there's a huge community within IAS. It's people helping people. And you can go on there and you can journal and share what's going on in your life. It's a good place to get sober. It's a good place to find friends too, mate. That's where all mine are. I know. Me too. I've yeah. got friends all over the world now that I never even had before. I was a loner. We were thinking about that the other day, just chatting about it. And I said, my God, looking back, I never thought that this year would bring me so many new people into my life and they're all sober. So what a double bonus. Right. And then there's Zooms. They have all the IAS unofficial Zooms. And then I think there's some other people doing some Zooms on the side, like maybe study groups. Then there's the rewired support group Zooms that, that we're involved with. And that's what we want to talk about today is rewired mm -hmm. and we want to just like um, unpack the introduction because there's a lot just on the introduction in rewired hunking oh my god this book is brilliant i am um, i absolutely love it we'll read this first paragraph because i think it's really important the copyright is 2015 and a lot has changed from 2015 to 2021 do you want to read that first paragraph Sure, sure. So it starts off like this. It says, the multi-headed serpent of addiction has plagued mankind for centuries. And despite our most brilliant technological advances, the epidemic of substance abuse continues to spread, jeopardizing our futures and those of our children, our families and our friends. In the last three decades, the number of overdoses has risen by 300% in this year alone, bearing in mind, guys, that this was 2015. A hundred people a day will die from drug-related overdoses. These bleak figures are staggering. However, unlike any other point in history, we have the chance to reverse our fate. Okay, King, that just really blew me away that the overdoses has risen by 300% this year alone. That was 2015. Yeah, that's 100 right. people a day will die from dr drug-related overdoses. So yeah. I jumped on on the internet to see what, what has been going on with the pandemic. And there's something that came up on, it's the Commonwealth Fund. Okay, so they just updated this August 16th, 2021 to reflect CDC release, the, the information, updated information. And this just really blew my mind, King. In 2021, there was 93,331 deaths from overdoses, right? That's um, a, a jump up of like 20 thousand deaths so with the opioids it was 54 percent increase 54 percent increase that's crazy yeah and for uh cocaine 
it was 21% increase. For methamphetamines, it was 46% increase. These are overdoses increases, right? In 2015, synthetic opioids were involved in only 18% of all overdose deaths. In 2020, it, it appears to be more than 60%. From 2015 to 2020, and we don't even have the information in what's been going on in 2021. Right. It went from 18% to 60%. So it's frightening, frightening. Right. And then we also know that it's taken its toll with, with the drinking, the alcohol in the homes and stuff like that. So just that first paragraph, these bleak figures are staggering. However, unlike any other point in history, we have a chance to reverse our fate. And I believe that. I believe that because, well, that gets us into this next chapter or this next paragraph. Do you want to read that one? Okay. It says, in the past 20 years, a paradigm shift has occurred. The concept of recovery has firmly taken root in our collective consciousness. We now live in an era of great hope both for our health and for our personal happiness. People from all over the world are starting to discover the joys of physical, emotional, and spiritual self-care. There is a universal hunger for change and enlightenment and an end to unnecessary misery and suffering. And boy, do we know about that. Yeah. So, King, I I had no idea anything about apps or, or people getting involved in recovery online or anything before this did you no no I was lost absolutely all I knew was AA and that was it I didn't know anything else and I was searching and searching until we found IAS yeah right until we found IAS and then since then I've noticed because my wife is in some different support groups on Facebook so Facebook has all these different online support groups for addiction Instagram has support groups for addiction we're on the I Am Sober app that is a huge resource for addiction. Yeah. So you're looking around, paradigm shift is a radical change in the core concepts and practices of given domain, discipline, or field. So when she talks about this paradigm shift occurring, I was thinking, wow, man, that's right. Because I found this in 2020, April of 2020. And then when I'm looking around, look at all the resources out there. And it's not just addiction. I mean, you've got all these other different types of where people are, are doing meditations and the yoga and there's all these, the biking, all these other different groups that are coming together for, for wellness. So there has been a huge radical shift that's happened, especially in the addiction community too. Absolutely, absolutely. And right, a lot of people are working on their spiritual, and like she says, their physical, emotional, spiritual self-care. People are starting to say, okay, how can I help myself? What can I do to make this better? Because, you know, as you said, it's all about awareness, isn't it? And we didn't know anything else when we first came into this. This is why what you're doing is so important. Well, we the only thing that we really knew is for me and you, we knew about um, a recovery system that didn't work for us. That I don't know if you tried the 12 steps before I tried them and they had never worked for me. And I was like, I was dying in my addiction. My brother died in his addiction. It didn't work for him either. Other people are dying in their addictions is what I like about this book is it's offering other options than just the 12. There's millions of people that get the 12 steps and they're able to use that program 
my mom over 20 is either 20 yeah. or 38 years. She's mm -hmm. been sober. Mm -hmm. She's been able mm -hmm. to use it. My best friend who from my youth who has 11 DUIs, 17 years through the 12 step recovery program. There's another uh, population out there that doesn't get it. They don't understand it. And that's where I, I thought this paradigm shift was so important because that's what's literally happening is people are looking for ways to improve themselves online. And then that's where we're getting all of this going with, with addiction and recovery. It's moving online because of COVID. And not only that, yeah. COVID's creating more issues for people. So they're like, and they're stuck at home. They can't go anywhere. And so maybe they can find some of these resources online. And that's where Sobertown comes in too. With this building Sobertown, it gives them resources too for whatever. Yeah. yeah. Look, I know for me, particularly as a woman too, when I realized that I had issues, I didn't want to put myself out there publicly. Um, I was court ordered and I had to go to these meetings. But I think it's about the group of people that you actually find. I wanted something. I believe truly I was searching for something that I could manage myself in the comfort of my own home. That's what I was looking for. And I wanted to find a group of supportive people, which I have now found in IAS, because sure, AA works for a lot of people. But again, it's about the group of people. If I found a, a core group of women or people that I was comfortable with, unfortunately, I didn't find that. So they, I wasn't going to, you know, let myself, I never felt comfortable. I was never going to be part of it, so to speak. Um, and, and it was predominantly for me male orientated when I went to these meetings. So I was extremely uncomfortable. Uh, so then I was looking, I thought, look, there's got to be something I can do, something that's just makes common sense that I can do. And I, and I really, in my own thoughts, even back then, I thought, now, listen, Deb, every time you try to do something, every time you've tried to change something, You've done it with the basically rewiring your own brain. You've, you've gone through and you've told yourself different things, a different dialogue. But this, again, I started doing mantras and we've talked about this. I started my own mantra saying alcohol's irrelevant to me from the get-go when I had nothing. Yeah. That was what I had. Alcohol's irrelevant to me. And I felt if I said it enough, it would just become part of me. And I do believe to this day, 10 months later, it has. You've rewired your brain by doing that. I, that's, and that was the first thing I knew wiring was possible because you look about how many people out there are influenced by different things in this world, okay? Why are they influenced? Because they believe it. If you believe something strong enough, it becomes part of you. So rewiring is, I knew was possible. And unfortunately, when we study the brain, your, our brain will also rewire stuff that really isn't tied to reality. It takes pictures of events yes. and then it, then our subconscious is so big. It's like this miss was talking about. It's like an elephant and the elephant is your subconscious. And then you are the person sitting on the elephant, riding the elephant. But that's how big the subconscious mind is. And I don't know if you heard when we were talking that day, your subconscious takes in 2 million bytes per second. Yeah. Of data. Yeah, I did listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and your conscious mind processes seven <laughs> right seven uh, bits of data that's a huge that's a that's a huge elephant that's a big difference so without even knowing it you were rewiring your brain weren't you by doing by focusing yeah. on saying this all the time but that's the that's where the power is the power is in the subconscious not the conscious exactly because your subconscious travels and becomes the conscious then you're at one with that particular thought 
No, you don't just have a key. You can't just say, okay, subconscious. No. Right? No, no it takes work, mate. Right. <laughs> right. It takes work. And if you don't know that elephant and you haven't trained that elephant, good luck trying to take that elephant somewhere because it's not going to go. Yeah, no, no. So here we're seeing that there's all kinds of different programs out there. Facebook, yeah. Instagram. I don't know. They're, they're just everywhere on YouTube. You can find stuff. I know this smart recovery and I know. Um, there's Avart smart. There's one. Yeah. There's, there's lots of them now. Yeah. Uh, I can't all over the place. Right. Which yeah. People make in- their own groups. I mean, there's groups. If you go, like you said, if you go on Facebook or Instagram, people have made their own groups. I tried the ones like um, WF, WFS, which was women for sobriety. It was, just wasn't my gig. They, they weren't very active, unfortunately. Um, and some other groups, unlike IAS, as you said, which is a just a huge community. So, you know, and even and in that, that we, community, we're all we all are finding our own path, right? Right. Yeah, and we've got our own men's and women's groups even within that now because it is so big. You know, as we know, Polly's developed all the women's groups, and there's extra support there. So, as a branch off, the tree's just growing. It's just we've grown immensely this year. Yeah. <laughs> which gets us, King, right back into like, that. Third paradigm. paradigm shift. <laughs> well, well, there is there's been a shift. It's moved on. You could not get this 10 years ago. I mean, right. five years ago, was this available? Right. I don't think everything had moved yet. Hell, I got out of prison in 2000. No, was it 1999? I got out for a little while. And then the internet it was exploding. I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I mean, when I went in, we were still using pagers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I get out of oh, We're the same age. I'm so with you. I can tell you. Yeah, right. I know exactly what you're on about. Yeah. Um, I go from pagers to the internet. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, magical but now, world. But now there's so much going on, which leads us to read that next chapter because you read better than me. Okay, here we go. So, but this climate is of ever evolving solutions has its challenges. Today, there are practically as many types of recovery programs as there are addicts. Some favour a cookie-cutter approach, churning out the assembly line of sober participants that all follow the same set of rules or regulations. Some use religious sort of religion steps or philosophy to indoctrinate members. Some fo- focus exclusively on a physical cure for addiction, while others ignore the body completely and address the emotions. With so many opinions and directions, it can be difficult to find the correct path. Wondering which path of recovery is right for you, and become such a headache when you feel you need a drink just to think about it. <laughs> I know. So here we are. That's how I felt. I didn't know where to turn, where to go. And so I think a lot of people just kept drinking, which is terrible. You don't right. have to be that way now, listeners. There's plenty out there. Come to Sobertown. <laughs> oh, right. God. But there is. And it's like what mm. we have the traditional recovery system, which is the 12 steps. Like we said, there's a lot of people that have been able to subscribe to it and they've been able to work it and it's worked for them. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. But there's this other half of us that haven't. There's like she talks about the cookie cutter approaches and this mm-hmm. approach and that approach. Sometimes you just need a drink to sort it all out. I think that's funny as hell. But that's where we're at now, where we're trying to determine, well, what's going to work for us? Look, if you listen to dry... Mountain Mama, Julie, on her first podcast with Steve Kane. Oh, yeah, yes, Steve Kane, yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing a rewired, they're, they're going to be talking about the same thing we are, rewired. She mentions that 
she was sober for 14 months. That's right. Yep. And then she had nowhere to go. She got stagnant. Right. And she relapsed. I, I think that happens a lot out there. We get sober. And then what do we do? We don't know where to go. We got all these different, different philosophies and different recovery systems. And we just don't know where to go. She said though, Krifta, she said she didn't have connections. That was the difference, mate. Well, and then where she's at, it's a small town, right? Correct. She's up a mountain somewhere, isn't she? Or up right. Up a and then the local recovery 12-step program they have is the good old boys. And then the other people that, are, that go in there are court ordered from whatever trouble right. they got into. Right. And it's not right. a comfortable situation for her. No, no. I mean, replicate that by almost everybody, right? That mm. doesn't have a system or nowhere to go. And that's what's going on. People, they're getting stagnant. They get sober. They get excited. They get sober. Then they get stagnant. And then all that moderation and romanticizing the alcohol and shit, it kicks back in and boom, that elephant just took over our minds again, right? And we're back into our mess. So that gets us to the next paragraph. So this is where reward comes in. In this book, we present a simple common sense approach oh my god i love that that is the line say, of the book. say that again a simple common sense approach i know you want to expand on that because oh you god, can we can I, stop I right just, there you can expand on that well for me when i read that line i was like hella freaking lulia here we go this this is going to be in english it's not going to be in some you know high i don't know technical terms and it just, I thought, this, she's going to give me the answer to be able to do this. When I knew the book was called Rewired, A Common Sense Approach, I knew she, where she was headed. I knew what she was going to give me, and she did not disappoint. So this simple common sense approach to recovery that is tailored to the uniqueness of every individual. And that's a really important point there. We take a bit, and I do too, of everything from everything. I still use the serenity prayer from AA. I love it to bits. That's what works for me. And we custom design it. And it says, you know, the uniqueness of every individual, regardless of his or her beliefs, background or specific addiction, each one of us has a distinct physical, mental, emotional and spiritual makeup. And as such, we require and deserve, deserve being a really good word there, an individualised plan for recovering. Okay. That told me I can do this. This is in my hands. I am empowered. You don't need any special knowledge or time in therapy to complete the process. Hallelujah, another tick, no time away from home. This is no discussion of willpower or my way or the highway directives through the straightforward process of rewiring the brain. Again, straightforward process of rewiring the brain using the new behaviours and habits discussed in this book, thousands have embraced lasting cellular level change. That's where it happens, guys, where we're talking about the subconscious. This is a path to sobriety that truly works. I love that paragraph. Man, there's just a lot in that paragraph to unpack, huh? And that's what a we're A lot doing. of hope. That is hope right there. That is motivation and that is hope drifter for continuing on this path. Right, because you, we don't have to rely on some cookie cutter approach. Or in, have you have to, to pay thousands of dollars. You don't have to go down and sit in meetings that you don't like. This is it in your hands. I was just reading on one of these alcohol recovery sites one out of 10 people get or go into a quality type place to get rehabilitation. One out of 10. Yeah. That yeah. means the other nine people, they're not even getting any treatment at all. 
It's all about the money, baby. It is. What, what does that leave us? That means that we're going to have to build a system that works for us. Right, right. right. Well, Eric, Erica Spiegelman is giving that to us through this book with the workbook and then the manual that's out there to where we're even having rewired meetings. And we're kind of duplicating to where like these other recovery systems where you can go into a meeting and everybody sit down and talk about a topic. We're doing the same thing with this book now. And tonight is going to be the fourth meeting that we've had. Anyway, there's no cookie cutter approach or one size fits all. That's a huge thing right there, right? Everybody's got to follow this certain format in order. Okay, these are the steps and you do this, this, and this, and this, and this. And this is going to get you to that one place, right? The other thing too is by her saying that you are basically custom designing your own program, you cannot say it doesn't work if you don't work it because you're the one designing it. Oh, that's not going to work for me. Well, it won't if you don't do it. She's telling you do it and do it in the way that you can comprehend it and believe it. It's going to work if you if you do the work. Well, she says in here, there a requirement is that you put at least 10 minutes. That it's that's, non-negotiable. That's, you got to do at least 10 minutes a day. I could be but, really rude and say, read it on the toilet if you have to, but you know, if you don't get any time away from the kids. <laughs> Well, you know what? There's going to be another part where she's going to talk about how when this becomes exciting for you, you'll want to you'll want to be involved in your own recovery. It's not going to be that you have to be. No, Look we'll at talk about that. Yeah. Look yeah, at you. We'll get to I that. Mean, yeah. You want to be in your recovery. Yeah. So, I have fun. Um, I have a ball. So I'll go on. Do you want me to go on and just finish that this little bit here? First. Well, um, the last paragraph. There's a little bit more in here that I would like to unpack. Um because she says you don't need any special special knowledge or time in therapy to complete the process. Right. There's right. you don't need anything special, King. You come in, you read the book, maybe get connected with us on in into the these zooms where you can start learning about boundaries, uh, authenticity, masks, and all these other things that we're going to be talking about. So there's no special process that we need, right? That's there right. is no discussion of willpower or my way of the highway. How much of that do we see, King? You're not well, willpower. We know doesn't work. I mean, willpower. Like, look at people on diets. How many succeed? I don't. Well, yeah. like Annie Grace talks about, willpower is like a muscle, right? Yep. And yep. it will only work so long a muscle gets tired. And now that I'm older, I get tired quicker. <laughs> yeah. The older you get, the early to bed. That's right, mate. Yeah. And it says, I love you, you know, it, it sort of goes on to just talk about using the new behaviours. It's a new behaviour, a new habit. Spent so many years drinking, drinking. That was a bad habit. How many times did you say, I've just got a bad habit of drinking? Or Because that's how you felt it was. You know, it was something that couldn't live without. Bullshit, it was the bloody addict. And that's it. this. So if I had spent all those years doing that, I can spend some time, even if it's 10 minutes a day, changing my brain. So basically that, you know, I can live a good, fun life. And you're right. I enjoy it. I embrace this. And that's, you know, you've got to be motivated to do this. And I'm sure if you're feeling miserable, that's enough motivation right there. It is. is and what really makes it exciting, King, it was that other part where it says there's no my way or the highway. Because a lot of times, when if you fall short, somebody will come up to you, well, you failed to do this or you did that. They're telling you that you missed a step or something, and now you got to go back. 
it's not really about that. It's not my way or the highway approach. This is your approach that's going to fit you. And all you got to do, you're going to have to apply yourself because it takes yeah. effort. It takes yeah. effort. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. that's in the beginning. But when you start seeing success, it's going to be like, wow. So here we have Julie that where she relapsed after 14 months because she had nowhere to go. You go back there and listen to that introduction. She's excited about where she's going now. She's got yeah. a vision, right? She knows where yeah. she's going. That, yeah. You have a vision. You know where you're going. You're excited yeah. about this. Yeah. And the word there when she says, you know, you deserve. And that's the thing, guys. You deserve this. You deserve to spend your time on this book because you are worth it. And then, as you said, deserves an individualized plan for recovery. That's it right there. This is what you're going to get. She tells you straight up front. She does. She does. Beautiful. That's exactly what I want out of this book. <laughs> and then I like go. Now you can start reading into that next paragraph there, King, because this is, I really love this part. Right. The only requirement that you learn to develop a sense of authenticity, the intuitive inner voice that is so precious and innate to every one of us. Authenticity is what allows us to navigate the challenges of life without compromising our minds, bodies or spirits. It is the key to long-term freedom from the bondage of harmful, debilitating habits. As you navigate through this book, you will come to explore authenticity in great detail, as well as the related values of honesty, solitude, self-care, gratitude, compassion, and many others. There are principles that create not only physical sobriety, but a mental, emotional, and spiritual sobriety as well. A complete lifestyle change. That's right, guys, lifestyle change or what I like to call a whole soul makeover. Man, this last chapter right here, before we get into the 10 principles, is huge, right? And, <laughs> and again, big, big letters, lifestyle change. It's not boom. a dead sentence, guys. She's taking notes. <laughs> and Mate, I mean, this was 6.20 the other morning. My husband's like, I've got to get up for a cuppa, mate. See ya. See, that's what is so neat about this, King. You're not having to do this. You want to do this. And that's what- I live what, and breathe it, mate. I live and breathe it 24 hours a day. Right. And you're creating your own system. You're rewiring your brain. You're involved yeah. in your own recovery. And there's nobody that's telling you, okay, well, I want you up at 6.20 this morning. Yeah, I've got a meeting at 8.20 and I've got to get in the car. I've got to go over here and I've got to sit with these people and- Okay. And you're, you're able to do this right out of your own home, drinking your coffee as you watch yep. the trains go through your window and the yachts. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in this condo, you guys, or this, is it a condo or is it? Anyway, it's I live real, in a high rise apartment. Yeah, high rise yeah. apartment with yeah. yachts. She just showed me a yacht going down the channel <laughs> out of Miami. Um, these trains, what train is that? It's an actual metro mover. It's a little tram that goes around the city and you can just jump on. It's free. Yeah, it's uh, no one's driving it. It's automatic. Oh, is it automatic? <laughs> and then it's yeah. right by your window. So everybody gets to look in your home, right? Well, it's kind of scary when you stand at the front of it because it goes around the corners really sharply and there's nothing in front of you except a drop <laughs> about 200 feet. So. Oh, wow. It's that far up. Uh, yeah, oh, it is. Pretty, that oh, well. It's pretty it's, high up. It's even with you. And you, how many stories up are you? I'm up on the seventh. Yeah. The fourth. seventh floor. And three, it's three, even, yeah, three. Maybe yeah. it's a hundred. I don't know. 
Oh, the yeah. air just went by there. Yeah, okay. there was one just went by. Yeah. <laughs> Where it starts off right here is what I've been mentioning to everybody. The only requirement is that you, this is for rewired. The only requirement is that you learn to develop a sense of authenticity. Boom. I mean, that's, you don't, you don't have to surrender. And I'm not knocking surrendering. Just so everybody knows that concept works for other people. Right. But you don't have to surrender. You don't have to admit you're powerless. And you don't have to admit you have a disease or any other type. There's no requirements except that you learn to develop a sense of authenticity. That's it. Yeah. Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. And it's that intuitive inner voice and everybody has their own. That's why we custom develop this for you. Make it work for you. Right. That intuitive inner voice. When people can trust their, and she talks about this, their inner intuitive voice, there's not a, there's not a guru or anything out there that can give you better advice than yourself when you trust yourself, your inner voice. Yeah, and she says, you know, basically, you know, it's without compromise. How good is that? There's no compromise, guys. This is like just a win-win. You know, you don't compromise your body, your mind, or your spirit. And she says it is the key to long-term freedom from the bondage of harmful, debilitating habits. Hallelujah. I'm free. Right. That's all I ever wanted was to get out of the dark hole. Right. Without becoming in bondage in something else, right? Yes, right. Right. I mean, exactly. we go from one bondage to another. <laughs> She's got ten principles, and we're going to get we're going to talk about those next time. But she lists them right here: authenticity, right? Honesty, solitude, self care, gratitude, compassion, and many others. Love, even with being grateful, cancer patients that are um, grateful for their lives. Yes. She mentions finds healing. They do. They have a better success rate. Yep. So here we have this authenticity, honesty, evolution, solitude, time management, self-care, healthy relationships, gratitude, compassion, and love. Those are the 10 principles that we're going to get into on this next one that we do, King. And I think we'll just, we'll kind of keep these kind of short. I think the introduction will get maybe around three episodes with this. So let's just end right there and let everybody know this is a whole soul makeover. Yes, it is. It's hope that this is in your hands. You can do this, guys. We are doing it and it is working. Without this and IAS and some other things, I'm sure I would not be sober today. And this, and it's not even a big book, guys. You know, you can get through it in a day or two. It's 125 pages, 124 pages. That's it. So, and it's a whole, it, the thing is, it's got something to do with not just sobriety as well, you can rewire your mind, but all these things that she's talking about are going to make you just such a better person. You know, there are areas we can all use some help in areas of our lives, the healthy relationships, whether it's getting honest with yourself, whether it's taking that mask off, you know, I mean, there's so much in here in such a small book and that's what it is. It's just pure quality. It's not going to lead you down any paths that aren't going to do anything but good for you. The uh, quote at the beginning of the chapter, we must dare to be ourselves, however frightening or strange that self may prove to be. 
May Sarton. And you, you know why it's strange? Why would it be strange or frightening? It's because we haven't been our true selves in our addiction. We, you know, some people are getting to know what they're really like. And you know what everybody's saying to me at Sober in, in the meetings that I go to, the Zooms I go to, I like myself much better now. Right. I love That's not what being it's a zombie. Be. <laughs> yep. I love myself and I know that they're doing better. They're giving more and they're more compassionate. There's so, the qualities of these human beings are just flourishing and it's just terrific to see. You know, all that depression and anxiety is gone, all that living in that dark hole where, you know, some of us just didn't want to be here. It's not a nice place to be, guys. And if you're out there, please just invest in this book. It will do you the world of good. It'll change your life. It really so will. We're going to come back again, King, and we're going to do uh, we're going to do these 10 principles next. Go through the 10 principles because each one of them is really uh, it's amazing. I mean, authenticity you are the author of your own life, of your life, right. right? I mean, and then the honesty, I really like this um, solitude uh, where, where she talks in here about solitude, about being able to be by yourself, not isolating, solitude where you're comfortable being by yourself. And I mean, there's just so many neat things in here. So let's go ahead and close now and then we will be back and we'll be talking about the 10 principles next. So yeah. Thank you, everybody. Pour the poison down the sink. Boom.